Hello and welcome to issue two of the Fist of Kanshu, a Moon Knight podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Hugh. Welcome back. So today we're going to talk about the second issue ever that Moon Knight appeared in, and that is Werewolf by Night number 33. I believe the title is Werebeast versus Moon Knight, and we're going to have Dr. Hugh read us the synopsis. Okay, Moon Knight has apprehended the werewolf at long last. At long last, it was like 27 pages. <laughs> long yeah. last. Before he can get his prey to the Moon Chopper... The Moon Chopper? Really? The police fire a few rounds of their own. What does Moon Knight have in store for Jack Russell? Will werewolf ever escape the clutches of his masked stalker? Despite the arrival of the LAPD, Moon Knight carries off the unconscious werewolf as he clings to the ladder of his helicopter. Aboard are the pilot Frenchie and his two hostages, Lissa Russell and Topaz. One of the detectives wishes out loud that his partner, Lieutenant Victor Northrup, was there to see the werewolf he's been seeking. Northrup, meanwhile, is in Haiti, searching for the former werewolf Raymond Coker. Coker is in the lean-to of Jisala, a voodoo priestess whose aid he seeks. He tells his tale, having heard of deaths of his uncle and aunt. Coker came to Haiti, where he met their friend, who is now the guardian of Coker's cousin, Benita. All these... You couldn't have prepared me for this? <laughs> you Lord. read the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, with Benita in a catatonic state, the Guardian tells Coker of how someone burst into their home to kill his uncle and aunt while Benita watched in horror. She remained lucid long enough to identify the killer as Papa Geronda, Coker's, Coker's great-grandfather, who died 32 years earlier. His story concluded, Jasala tells Coker the only one who can help him is Jericho Drum. Back in L.A., as the helicopter soars over the docks, the werewolf comes to and attacks Moon Knight, causing them both to fall. They hit the water, barely missing a dock, and their battle resumes both in the water and upon the pier. When the moon sets and Jack Russell turns human again, a kick from the mercenary renders him unconscious once more. At the Westwood Hospital, bedside of Jack's best friend, Buck Cowan, Elaine Marston learns the prognosis for her severely injured friend. Buck has emerged from his coma, but he may be paralyzed. Later, Moon Knight delivers Jack, Lissa, and Topaz to the committee. The women are bound by their wrists, and Jack is caged. The head of the committee tells Moon Knight he'll be paid after the moon rises, proving whether or not Jack is the real thing. As they wait, the leader explains his plans to use the werewolf as a pet assassin. Eventually, the moon rises, Jack transforms, and Moon Knight receives his pay. Disgusted by the corrupt businessmen and chastised by Lissa, Moon Knight frees the man-beast and the two women. As Lissa and Topaz escape, the werewolf and Moon Knight plow through the committee members. The melee ends when the werewolf kills the leader, then turns on the mercenary. Moon Knight swings up and out through a skylight, and the werewolf runs off. That's about it. I'm pretty yeah. sure the synopsis was longer than the, the issue. Yeah, I, it, 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 it felt like it to me. Yes. So, this issue... Um, was created by artist penciler Don Perlin, writer, and I've done my research since the last time, Doug Monk. 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 Ah. Editor Len Wein. Colorist George. Okay, I didn't do much homework because this one's harder. Rousos and letterer Raymond Holloway. So, what'd you think? You, you like it a little bit better this time around? Oh, or is well, it still fabulous 70s cheese? It, it still is. Uh, but, first of all, we can take a, the whole middle part out. The whole part in Haiti. I don't care about that because the purpose of this podcast is Moon Knight. Um, don't really care about the zombies. I'm guessing we don't have to read it. Zuvambis. Zuvambis. I'm sorry. Zuvambis. Uh, I do feel like not a whole lot I mean, really happened. It's like they finished their fight. They fell in the water. Then he's in cages, and then Moon Knight's like, I went through all this trouble to capture this guy, get the money, now I'm just going to let him out. 
I mean, fastest turn in the history of comic books, it feels like. Like, they, they were, oh, well, hey, this character is kind of cool and he looks good on the page and it's not too expensive because we don't have to color his costume. Maybe we should make him a good guy really quick before the end of the issue. I mean, almost as if they didn't know when they created the character that they wanted to make him uh, somewhat sympathetic or an anti-hero or somehow have him available to use Again. as something other than a villain. Right. Uh, it was just too quick of a turn. And a good uh, mercenary does not get a good reputation by doing that kind of shit to his clients. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, do you want to hire Moon Knight? Oh, I'd like to. He works cheap, but he kills everybody he works for. Uh, yeah, we'll pass. See, now, I took it, I took it a whole different way. I saw that as, and this is going to show as me being a married man for a long time, in a typical married relationship, as in, as we've discussed, yours is like the perfect storybook wedding where you guys get along and actually like each other. I'm it, sorry. This, it's, I play it up. It's, it's a joke. We've talked about this on Geek Pod before. I, I make a big joke out of uh, the whole tumultuous relationship, blah, 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 blah. Anyone that can put up with me for over 10 years has got to be eligible for sainthood. But my whole takeaway with it is that's the power of a woman nagging. <laughs> Lissa nagged the shit out of Moon Knight, and he was just like, fine, I'll let him go. That was my takeaway with it. Big, bad mercenary. Yeah. Look at the costume. How big and bad could he be? Yeah. I thought that's funny, too. I mean, he decides to take off. He's going to keep the costume. This one little job completely changed the course of his life. Yes. You know, he, he should have been like, um, you want me to wear what? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm not on. wearing your crazy costume. I'll go shoot this thing in the face and bring it to you. Yeah. That's what a mercenary would do. Not be like, you're going to die, I'm taking the money, and I'm keeping your costume. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping it gets better from here. Yes. Uh, our next step from here, even though I, we're kind of jumping, we're supposed to be talking about this issue, uh, next one is Moon Knight number one. I've had the initial run of Moon Knight. Okay. But um, I, I have some notes about this issue. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and it's funny because you said we can forget the whole middle part. I'm starting on page six with my notes with the name check. It was even in the synopsis when uh, they were talking about the only person they could help with the Zuvembis was a gentleman named Jericho Drum. Does that name ring any bells? Are we talking about Break the Walls Down Jericho? That's Chris Jericho. <laughs> but no. That would have been an even better reference for me, though. Yeah, except that I'm pretty sure this happened a long time before yes. that. So then it would have been prophecy. Uh, not off the top of my head now. You're looking at me like I really should know this. He is an Avenger now. Or he will be an Avenger. Oh, uh, the he's the new... Uh, when. Is he the one uh, that replaced Doctor Strange for a yes. while? Yes. Okay, yeah. Brother Voodoo. I don't know if, because obviously, now that Moon Knight's not anymore, I'm not reading anymore Werewolf by Night. So I'm going to have to do my due diligence and find out if this is going to be his debut or if they're just using him from here. But You know, there's a reason that character didn't stick in my head, and this is way off topic, but when they introduced him as the replacement for Doctor uh, Strange and the Avengers were getting into all this stuff that's leading up to this event, all that planet stuff. The new Avengers started off really interesting. All of a sudden, I turned to an issue of Avengers, and I'm wondering why the fuck Captain America's driving a spaceship, and I'm like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I got no lead-up to it. Last issue, that wasn't happening. This is issue, it is. I, no. I'm walking away. That's kind of like the new 52. This is how things are now. Yeah. 
But we are way the hell off topic. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to Game But we're Pass. never yeah. going to get back to Jericho Drums. So. No, yeah, that was it. I just thought it was interesting that they name-checked it there. And no reference to Brother Voodoo, just that was it, the one throwaway line. Well, did Brother Voodoo exist at that point, or did they take the character from this reference? That is a good question. Like I said, I'm going to need to do my due diligence and report back next issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, next one, also on that page. So, the werewolf wakes up and starts attacking Moon Knight again on the rope ladder while they're flying through the air, right? Yeah. Again, mercenary. He has his his prey captured. Why the hell was this, this creature not secured? <laughs> That's a good point. And why well, was he, he riding was trying him? to get out of there. Uh, the Quickly. cops were coming. Yeah, he yeah. didn't really have a chance. Yeah. And again, no mention or image at all of him being shot in the shoulder after that initial panel. <laughs> <clears throat> On the next page, page seven. Oh yeah, all of a sudden, there's our needlessly kidnapped girls again. <laughs> yeah. There was no reference, it's just they get one panel to complain, I think, at that point. Um, page ten, when, when he turns back into uh, Jack Terrier. And Jack Terrier? Jack Russell, that's all I got, he's a Terrier. <laughs> I love it, and I'm going to have to find the page for you because I love it, and, it, and it, it's the first thing that came through my mind in the panel when I saw it, and yes, you're going to listen to me go with flipping pages. They have these things called bookmarks. Yeah, I don't use those. I get, I'll buy you one. <laughs> Actually, I got one at my comic shop this week. They were giving them away. There it is. He changes back. And the, you're getting the, the monologue, and he gives the, I even felt the lack of sleep. And then I felt the boot. It was silver, of course. And then the picture is literally, boot to the head, boom. Right there. <laughs> I love that. that. That's the first thing that crossed my mind was, boot to the head. Okay. And then, next page. We start off the page being lectured by a drunk hobo about polluted rivers. Oh, yeah, I caught that. That was... Why? I'm going to go ahead and say that that drunk hobo is a recurring character in Werewolf by Night. That That's my final answer on it. Yeah. That's, he, he's just the, the guy that just pops up out of nowhere. Kind of like Jack on GeekPod. <laughs> Who is this Jack? Jack Russell? <laughs> no. Corpse Part 2. That's what we're going with. Corpse Jr. That's who he's going to be. Ooh, for now. I like that. And then my final note. Oh, there are the overlords. Um, my final note for the issue, which was only on page 12, so obviously it didn't go very far. Um, in the scene where the, the guy's in the hospital bed, the doctor's talking to the girl's mother. And they asked basically if they were dating. You probably don't remember any of this, do you? And, and she makes the comment that we're close friends, this was our first date. Okay. It's their first date, they get attacked by a werewolf. That son of a bitch is not getting a second date. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that that's that's your girl arm right there. Yeah, done. Yeah, swipe the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did notice something interesting when I was looking at pronunciation of our, our writer, Doug yeah. Monk. A few episodes back on Geek Pod, 
See, you know, if if they're not listening to Geek Pod as well, they're going to be completely lost on a lot of these. So you should be listening to both podcasts. Shame on you if you're not. We went over recommendations for books. You recommended a long run of Batman. I did. Contagion and a couple others that were right around yeah, that. Yeah, it was the whole uh, road leading to no man's land. Who was a writer on that? Was it this uh, Monk? It was Doug Monk. Of? I All saw right. that today. I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting? That's not that interesting for anybody but us, but yeah, deal with it. <clears throat> so, thoughts on the issue? Uh, you know, debuts are tough, especially when we're talking old comics in the 70s, uh, especially when we're talking it wasn't the intent at the beginning to give this guy his own series. Uh, a characterization is going to be completely different, I'm sure, once we get to his actual series. Uh, everything will be about building him and not building uh, st- other stories that are happening in this other character's comic book. So for me, it was a little underwhelming only because I'm like, this is the part I'm supposed to care about. Why do these other things keep popping up? I don't care. Um, like you said, the entire middle of the issue had nothing to do with our boy at all. Yeah. But this isn't his comic, so we can't really fault them, but it, it's not going to you know, make me jump for joy. Uh, I'm hoping that going forward, this will become more interesting for me because uh, right now... Um, he seems kind of like a, a 60s Batman villain, and I mean TV Batman villain. I could totally see Moon Knight as a Batman. <laughs> Especially with his shawl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, he, he could totally pull that off. No, that was the redeeming factor for the fight at the end of the issue for me. The werewolf attacks Moon Knight again and tears his shawl. Yeah. I'm hoping that's how we get a real cape out of the deal. Like, he had to throw that son of a bitch away. <laughs> They probably won't even touch on it. Right. There will, there's no mention. You know, I did think it was weird. I mean, I don't know Werewolf by Night enough to know how uh, cognizant he is when he's in his wolf state, but uh, they, they get all the other bad guys, and then he goes after Moon Knight. I just kind of feel like he would have gone after Moon Knight in right the middle the or bat, something. Yeah. I mean, unless he is sort of cognizant or can, you know, he's like the Hulk. He, he's all like, rah, but can think a little bit. I mean, these two issues didn't really tell me anything. I did get kind of a feeling of it just with the way the narration was from Except Russell. he heard his best friend. So how much control yeah, can he possibly have? Yeah, good point. That, yeah. That's, I, I, there were some conflicting things there. But. Unless there's a deeper underlying thing there. Maybe he wanted him out of the way so he could have the girl with the little girl. Mm. He could have the girl with the little, little girl? The woman. Both of them at the same time? I hope not because that's going in a whole different See, direction. I don't know that little exactly girl was seven years about. old. Oh, apparently. okay. So, so what you're saying is you're disgusting. I am. No, you're <laughs> disgusting, sir. You're the I one know what you're talking about, so. That's typical. I thought you meant a regular-sized girl and a smaller one. So, so basically, they do come in different sizes, you know. Basically, Jack Russell wants to get into a threesome with a woman and a midget. Is that what we're going with this? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Bet you didn't expect that going into this podcast. Right. That's where you get the Geek Pod flavor. So, um, anything else we want to add? about the issue itself. We're not going to make any t-shirts based on this. No. No, I can't imagine there are going to be any Moon Knight by Geek Pod t-shirts. No. Because yeah. pretty sure Marvel would slap the bandstick on us real quick. So, no, I really don't have anything else to say. Clearly, I need to take some better notes. Came with lots of notes for the regular show. but Nice. This Which, one, I'm like, there was like three pages that pertain to the podcast. Do I really right. need to make notes? And you wrote a note for every panel, so good for you, man. Damn near. <laughs> yeah. So, let's wrap it up then, because as we do, these are short episodes. Because 
their short issues <laughs> of the comic. So, uh, where can we find this issue? You can buy the original print issue. I don't suggest that because it's rather expensive and rather old. Uh, you can also find a reprint of this issue in Moon Knight Volume 3, Number 20. These are all basically the same places you could find the last issue. So, we're just kind of recapping. Um, they, this has been in a few different collected editions. Essential Moon Knight Volume 1, Essential Werewolf by Night Volume 2, which are both black and white, reasonably cheap, in the grand scheme of things. Marvel Epic Collection, Moon Knight Volume 1, Bad Moon Rising, which is where I read it. Uh, that's a fairly new one. The, the Epic Collections are basically the new version of the Marvel Masterworks. Okay. Um, size of a phone book, you could probably kill a small child with it. And these do run right around 40 bucks if you buy them retail. Well, you can test that out right now. <laughs> Go kill one of the overlords. <laughs> also, uh, in the collected edition of Moon Knight Volume 3, where issue 20 was, you can get the reprint of the reprint there. And digitally, we can find it on Comixology and Marvel Comics Digital Store, which is, I believe... Where you read it, right, Doctor? That's correct. <laughs> and as for us, where can we be found? We can be found at uh, www.g33kpod. We can be found on iTunes. We can be found at Podbean. We can be found at Stitcher and Blueberry. Um, Podcast Addict. Yes, sure. We <laughs> That's where I get the shows. Fantastic. I get them through iTunes. I do it the old-fashioned way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can't help the Apple. Right. I can't help it. It's like trying to change stupid. <laughs> we also uh, can be found, obviously, on the the flagship podcast itself, GeekPod, along with our co-host, Corbs, and... Which one? Well, the real Corbs. Corbs Corbs. And then we now have Jack... Junior. Junior, we'll call him for now, and that's who he's going to be. He's going to be Corbs Junior. Okay. And um, a myriad of any other assorted guests and rogues gallery, peanut gallery folk we get in there. And stay tuned because the new episode of that will be dropping shortly after this does. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, we'll see you next issue.